0: Welcome back to the second installment of Stick and Puck brought to you by On the Bench with Beaks and Between the Pipes podcast. This Stick and Puck, we've got a little bit of everything. Talk about Russian players playing hockey overseas and in North America, Jersey love, and we celebrate two years in podcasting. So tape up your stick, tie those skates up, and enjoy another session of Stick and Puck. All right. S&P be the choice for me. Welcome back to the second session of Stick and Puck brought to you by the On the Bench with Beaks podcast along with Between the Pipes podcast. As you know, I am Beaks. We got Keats.
1: What's up? Did you guys pay your five bucks? Or? Oh,
0: they better. Is everybody checking hand stamps already? They better. And then we got Bryce as well here.
2: Always five bucks for Sticking Puck. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going?
0: at Inflation. I, I see you, Josh Schneider. Anyway, so, yeah, so we're back here again. Uh, we made
1: it to the second one. I'm surprised, it, right? We made
0: it to the second Sticking Puck. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so let's hop right into it. Uh, I just realized as we record this, it is uh, the second anniversary of On the uh, on the Bench with Beaks, and that's that's absolutely crazy. I mean, we've made it two years, boys, and... um. Uh, seeing how we all all of our podcast you know career if you want to call it that has stemmed <laughs> from on the bench with beaks i kind of want to just take a look back and uh see what your guys's favorite parts of like actually having a podcast and kind of what you guys learn from it so uh five till game
1: time. Why not i hope everyone heard that five minutes till game time uh for those that can't see it on the video but we got a TV behind us here. The Avs game is about to start. We have that going in the background, so we can keep uh, tabs on it. So. Oh,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, Keats, I mean, uh, what have you learned? What what have you liked from uh, doing a hockey podcast? And uh, what what do you hope to kind of, like, grow from,
1: from this, like, second year kind of anniversary? Oh, man. So so many memories, right, to begin with. I mean, kind of we, we talked about it last year, too, it's like, kind of where we started and, you know, with the equipment malfunctions and just not knowing what we're doing and to being here is kind of cool to see, you know, I think, I think if you, if you listen to like the very first on the bench with Beaks and then kind of like two years now down the road and, you know, even as little as like audio and editing and things like that, I think we've done a very good job. And we've learned a lot. So that's, I mean, that's been a lot big learning lesson right there, right? Just kind of figuring out how that all works. Um, the equipment that you need, you know, we kind of, again, we, we didn't know what we were doing with that. We just thought if you have a gold microphone and whatever else we had, we were good to go and we were wrong. We needed more, more, more other things and maybe even needed to get rid of some of the things that we did get. Uh,
0: <laughs> especially being able to record multiple mics rather than just three sweaty dudes <laughs> in a garage sharing huddled, a microphone huddled around one microphone <laughs> god
1: could you imagine if there were if there was video then just seeing you know one of these and you're just kind of like
2: <laughs> yeah, I just know. a video of us trying to figure it out
0: just drinking beers like all li- literally huddled up by one golden mic uh, well, uh, and Bryce, you, you kind of have like a, a a different way of coming in because you came in kind of like halfway through our our second season, if you will. Uh, uh, but like, uh, where 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 are you at right now with uh, the podcast and kind of what you've learned so far?
2: Well, I thought it was longer than that. It was um, I think it was like six months into it because I remember being here for the first anniversary.
0: Guys. Uh, yeah, well, but, that was um, that was like during second season, though. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, We've for had, me. We're technically in our third season just because we kind of like base our seasons off of gotcha. like like the hockey, hockey season. seasons. Gotcha.
2: Yeah. No, totally. I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, Keats is here. You know, from the beginning, he was like kind of taught me all uh, the electronics and things like that and the ups and downs. I'm still having ups and downs. It's not ever easy. But to no. be uh, said, you know, um, other than that, it's just been realizing how awesome the hockey world is. Um, seeing the dog the, the dog bowl and everyone that's there, meeting awesome hockey players. L O C was awesome. Yeah, that was great. Having was Peter McNabb on, you know, just the guests too, like you know Milan Hayduke. some of the guests we have on here. Just it's been amazing, just talking to some of the best out there. So for me, that's going to be the highlights.
0: Absolutely. And I, and, I, and I mean, that goes for me, too. I mean, just really, truly meeting the, some of the best people in the hockey community and being able to, you know, share the love of hockey with with these incredible people and just seeing what they're doing in the hockey community to make it so great is just always such a treat. And I think uh, it's made us, uh, I think, like a better people and um, I think uh, more hockey fans in general.
1: No, absolutely, I agree with you, man. Um, like you know, like I, I've told you, and a lot of people know that I took a heat, like a long, long break from hockey because I just got burnt out, and you know, other things seemed interesting back then and stuff, and I really thought I'd never come back to hockey. So between you know, kind of figus finding beer league and and then reconnecting with you guys again and and starting this thing has like created this whole different thing of hockey for me again you know and we'll talk about it later with the jerseys and things like oh, that yeah. like it's like things that i never imagined i would do and i think a lot of that is thanks to on the bench with beaks
0: right and uh, same, same with me you know i mean obviously uh, uh i had to take a break from actually playing hockey due to un- unfortunate circumstances but uh, like it, after that it's it, it almost kind of just you know almost kind of deterred me from allowing myself to like be a, a more of a fan for hockey but after coming uh, coming and doing this podcast and just hearing all these stories it's just it's it's reinforced a love that I knew was always there but maybe wasn't burning so bright
2: yeah and I'm gonna carry on to that too a little bit here you know as you know you do podcasts you're forced to research more you're forced to really dig into the hockey the history of it and for me it was I thought I was a hockey fan. But now the last two years, like, I'm really a hockey fan. Like I'm going back, watching old games, looking at stats, and just realizing different names I've never heard before and what they did for the league. You know, It's, it's just so cool. So. Thank you, Bud Light, uh, Goal Light. So,
1: <laughs>
0: All right, so, I mean, that's beautiful. And, you know, happy birthday to On the Bench with Beaks, and thank you to all the listeners that have stuck by us through, uh, you know, fun, hard, great times and all that. Uh, so, what we're going to do now is we're going to kind of move on to uh, a kind of like a, it's going to be an elephant in the room no matter where you go, uh, politically, uh, uh, socially, uh, and, and it's even touching the sports world. I mean, obviously, uh, all the stuff that's happening with Ukraine and Russia, uh, we wanted to kind of take a look at what uh the the sport side of it's going to be especially for you know hockey teams and hockey players Russian born players or people or players who are playing over like in the KHL and I wanted to start by it by like you know uh this is happening this is truly happening right under our noses and and I mean it's it, and with all the all the players that are playing over in KHL this is a dangerous time for them and I just uh so what we kind of wanted to do is kind of get our own, all, all our own thoughts out about this and um I know this touched really close to you and your, your pops there Keats, cuz I mean Latvia uh, uh Latvia was under the rule of an I- the iron curtain for a while and Yeah yeah um, I, so I, I, I like and uh, you know your dad knows more than anybody about this kind of stuff so I want to get your uh kind of thoughts on this real quick
1: Yeah man uh let me <laughs> Let me crack another beer for this one, cause it. it's a it's a touchy subject. And yeah, and to go back a little bit, when we when we recorded the first Steak and puck, right, we kind of knew what was going on. There was a lot of speculations, you know. And just for listeners that know too, when we when we recorded that, it was like weeks before we actually released it. Uh, so when we when we recorded the episode, there were speculations of Russia invading Ukraine, but there was things were still up in the air and. And no one really knew what was gonna happen, and you know. Uh, but now that we're recording, you know, there's obviously a full-fledged war going on, and a lot of innocent people have died, and and a lot of a lot of things have happened, and even in the sports world, right? Starting with you know, um, sanctions and things like that, you know, towards Russia, and 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 that and the sports world is obviously affected to that too. Oh yeah. Um, and like you said, Cody, yeah, this this hits home a lot. You know, uh, I mean, I was born in 1990, so I was right at that cusp when you know Latvia got their independence back. Uh, but my for my dad, this is like reliving a nightmare again. It's you're basically um, we, if if you go back, this 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 hits home because that this war is literally going in our backyard right now. If yeah. you wanna if you wanna put it that way, right? It's re- Ukraine's really not that far away. You know. Um, and, and I, th- I think, you know, for, for, again, my dad and stuff, he's just probably in his head reliving, you know, the, the horror and the, and the crappy things that, that have happened in the past, you know, how Russia tried to invade Latvia. I mean, same exact thing, right? Right. Uh, anyways, we don't need to get into a political thing and, and, you know, talk about that. That's just a little, little background, but yeah, man. I mean, it's it's crazy. You start seeing a lot of a lot of a lot of things have happened. You know, P- teams have pulled out. You know, when you talk about Tkhl, for example, right? Oh, I mean, rivalry, think of it yeah. like the yeah the the Russia's NHL, so to speak. Um, yeah, I mean, first team was Helsinki Jokerit that yeah. pulled out. You know, and and a week or so later. Uh, Riga Dynamo, the team from Latvia, pulled out too for same for same reasons. You know, obviously they're they're against to what's going on, um, and and you're you're kind of now seeing um, things kind of now revolve more into the NHL side, right? Um, good good example was and Cody, you and I talked about this a little bit before we were recording. Was you know um, Alex Ovechkin is getting attacked pretty hard right now you know when those reporters were kind of like starting asking him questions and there's two there's two different sides to it you know um there you 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 read a lot of comments and stuff and a lot of people will be like why are you attacking him he's just a you know an athlete like he has nothing to do with when it comes to the politics and this and that like let him be a hockey player i see that side and then there's other people that are like Get him the heck out of the NHL, and matter of fact, get all the other Russian NHL players out of the NHL right now until this gets resolved. Um, Again, you can see both sides to it. Um, Anyways, maybe I'll let you guys, I've been rambling on for the last four minutes or however long, get your guys' You know thoughts on it, and and, and I'll just kind of chime in.
0: See, this is my thought: is um, you know, just the, you know, the average Russian NHL player, it, you, you can't really fault him for being Russian. But in Alexander Ovechkin's case, the guy on Instagram, he's got he switches his picture back to the picture that he took with Putin. He, uh, I mean, he's he's been a part of like he's being a close buddy with Putin, plays hockey all the time with him. Um, even uh, even spearheaded that uh, you know uh, hashtag Team Putin thing back in 2017 uh, to get him reelected. I mean, w- when you say he doesn't have much to do with it in the past, he has made himself a like a political adversary with Putin. But I mean, as for the like for the the normal kind of uh, NHL Russian player. You you gotta lay out you gotta lay out those guys because they're they're here in they're here in the states or in Canada, trying to trying to make a life for themselves, trying to make a career. Um, there's it, it's a difference, you know. Uh, Alvechkin isn't just some regular Russian citizen. Like the man has like ru- continuously rubs elbows with Putin, so I understand why I understand why uh, the media is always asking him about it because. He's made it clear that he is a very close uh, right. guy with P- Putin. Yeah. But I mean, as far as guys like you know, uh, even Vasilevsky, Nechushkin, um, you know, Tarasenko, you know, they've never made their political views known when they're playing over here. They don't. They don't like concern themselves with that. So I uh, like for like the the common Russian player in the NHL, they're getting uh, apparently they're getting death threats and you know like. Uh, I, and I don't know how uh, I don't know how concrete that is because the media always likes to blow that up. Um, it it is different. It is different when you look at Ovechkin
2: as opposed to other Russian NHL players. Well, for me, you know, I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate here, okay? Just on both sides, you know. So you you have you know a couple Russian players like um, you know and you have you know like Zadorov, and you have Ovechkin is the only one that's kind of, like, obviously rubbed elbows with, you know, Vladimir Putin, but it's also one of those things to where, you know, Ovechkin really, you know, is is in a free country. He is, and it's in a weird way when you see other people in, in Russia voicing opinions getting arrested, you know, or you see, like, um, you know, Zadorov saying, stop the war. Like, he would be arrested. Like, now, in the, in the U.S., he can speak his own mind, but in Russia he'd probably be one of those 4,000 people arrested for it, right? So it's a little weird. You're walking a hard line. But I just think, you know, if the NHL is telling the NHL players to stay quiet about it, it's really hard for you as, you know, someone who's from the Russia area just to be like, yeah, you know, I can be with this or not be with this. But I think the public is looking for their opinion regardless, one way or another. Well, it is.
0: And and they are truly stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. It really is. And now I actually read an article today that a lot of – a lot of Russian players, uh, actually the the Russian, um, the Russian bureaucracy or something is actually uh, thinking about instilling a a like a law that if you spread fake news, quote unquote fake news, by Russia's standard, is that you will be uh, in prison. Which I mean, their Russian fake news is basically saying uh, anything you say negative about uh, Putin.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I. It's a tough one, man. One thing I can say is like I will, I will always respect an athlete, you know, as in their profession, whatever they have accomplished and whatever, right? I'll always respect that. But what I will not have respect for is when you get called out on things that you've been very open about in the past and now you're beating around the bush and not being um, honest in a sense. That I don't have any respect. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not going to, you know, throw out again, throw out names and stuff. I think most people can put the two and two together and, and understand where, where, who I'm kind of looking towards and stuff. Uh, But, but it is what it is. And, and, you know, I, again, I see all these people, well, but what about, you know, like they can, because of their families and this and that, you know, they're going to get, killed or this okay didn't you, th- you why don't you think about that like when you first got into that put yourself in that situation no one asked you to go meet him no one asked you to be buddies with him like you put yourself in that situation i mean look at panarin for example i mean i know panarin got in some shit right uh but he was open he was like yeah fuck that guy you know yeah. And yeah, he's playing consequence, but at least he's an honest person. And he, you know, it's like, don't beat around the bush, and then and then start deleting pictures and stuff. Like, you know, that that's just like, you're an athlete, you know. As soon as as soon as you become a professional athlete, you you're you're a celebrity in a sense. Uh, so, anything. Is fair game to ask at that point. Well yeah You, you f- can have freaking TMZ, like all these people run you around and ask you whatever questions you want. So, so that's they chose that life, and it you know it it always it it doesn't always have to be about sports, right? Well, yeah. So I don't know, man. Again, I I can respect people for you know what they've accomplished that, but then when when it becomes this, and then you're trying to. Try to like pretend like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, no matter what
0: you have a responsibility when you when you uh get into that position, you have a responsibility to know that your voice will be heard and it will be uh it will be a um you know um uh you know a an opinion altering voice. And you know, it's just I, I, I'm not advocating for anything, I'm not trying to change people's minds, we're purely just having a conversation here. No,
1: absolutely, yeah, yeah. Just this,
0: having a conversation, and, and I want to stress that as much as possible.
1: This is not into getting any, like, again, political debate or anything. Not taking this is, a stance yeah, or anything
0: like that. But it's just
1: kind of kind of throwing out the obvious and, like, take it for what it is, and, and you know, go from there, really, you know? Yeah, yeah. and
0: I mean, Dominic Hasek, uh, he... He called, uh, you know, the grade eight out on on social yeah. media. He called him chicken shit, you know. As he should. And I, I mean, Dominic, he lived in Czechoslovakia back then, another another country that was completely under the rule of the Iron Curtain, and he had to live pretty much all of his life under that until he actually went to the the NHL. And he un-
1: and he understands that, you know, people like that, like Dominic Haschek, Arthur Zerbe, like those guys, like back in the day, they were very against, like. Artur Zerbe for example when Russia was trying to invade Latvia, Artur Zerbe was at the front lines helping to barricade the capital and stuff so the Russians can't get in. Like that's why like people like that, you know, it's like it's 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 just a whole different thing for him. I mean, one thing that Artur Zerbe for example in an old interview said like he will never sign anything that has the CCCP on like nothing. Like, he understands he played back under the Soviet Union and stuff. But he says he will never sign any memorabilia ever under that because that's how he strongly he believes And 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 going back to Dominic Hasek, he probably feels the same exact way.
0: Oh, absolutely. How you could know? he not? I mean, it just
1: it just it hits a whole different home. And what what what's kind of not even upsetting, but like annoying in a sense is like you you have all these freaking keyboard warriors so to speak you know and just talking online and like ah, oh, well you guys don't get it all in or whoever's in such a bad spot and they shouldn't this and that is like first of all shut up you've never lived a single day in that side of the world and you're like making all these things because this would happen and that would happen and this you've never lived in that side of the world you're just sitting there like eating mcdonald's for most of your i'm sorry americans but i'm american now too so don't don't hate on me but i'm just saying because i've i lived i lived in that side of the world for 13 years and i don't even have any room to speak because i never even lived that but from what my dad's been telling me stories my grandparents have told me stories like they're horrifying stories and this is exactly what's happening all over again so it's it's just you know i don't know I don't think I just I, – I don't want to get into it more. So.
2: No, of course, of course. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you have one country where, you know, their media is totally shut off the rest of the world. You know, no one knows what it's like on the Russian side. But, you know, as hockey players who are involved, you know, it, you know if you're Russian, you're involved in NHL, at the end of the day, it's, you know, on both sides, you know, in Russia and the U.S., they're going to hear what your opinion is. Just be lightful, tread waters lightly, and just make sure you're not trying to Pull your put yourself into a situation where you can't get a lot of action from that. That's all I'm saying. So but, and and
0: yeah. well, the one thing too that I want to say is that I mean obviously these these athletes want to focus on the sport that they're playing, why they're here in the first place, you know, and it's it, it is at this point it's extremely hard to focus on that when such things are going on, especially when you uh, especially when you're playing in that part of the world. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna end it at this. Is um, we're praying for the innocent people. We uh, we're not trying to take a stance. It's just it's it's a conversation that has to be had, and we had it. So um, uh, we're not taking a stance. We're just purely having a conversation, people.
1: No, absolutely. Yeah, I mean. You, from all of you, you guys know I'm. I'm again, like I, I guess not taking a sense You guys know which side I'm on. I, that's that's one thing I want to be like very, very like straight on, like glory to Ukraine, and yeah, I'll put and, it that yeah, way. Totally. And well, I don't care what anyone says. I will stand by it. And well,
0: safety, safety to the innocent people of Ukraine. And you know what? Um, our hearts of prayers go out to uh, to everyone who's lost somebody out there. You know, for useless violence. So um, now let's switch from a darker uh, subject to a little bit of a lighter situation. We, uh, we wanted to cover this lot, uh, on our last Stick and Puck, but um, we kind of got carried away, as we normally do. Uh, let's talk about some jerseys. And wh- what I'm talking about, jerseys, is like I'm actually sitting with two people that um, I, have, uh, I have poisoned, sort of, sort of so to speak, uh, ever since. I've gotten my hands on these two. They have their their jersey collection has grown exponentially. Very true. <laughs> so I want to I want to get I want to get uh, the reasons why you guys kind of started really getting into the jersey craze, and uh, yeah, just uh, kind of just uh, take it
2: away. And I guess I'll take it first. For me, I just I just like the fact that a hockey jersey is it's a it's a style is definitely you know a you know a model you carry yourself a hockey sweater, a hockey jersey, whatever you want to call it. That trend is so cool. I, you know, the fact that it you know most jerseys cover just you know half your your arms, but a hockey jersey will literally cover your whole entire body. It has a lot of detail in it, keeps you warm, and I think you know you can dress well with it. You can get my shoes, hats with it. I just love the trend that the jerseys have.
0: I will say to the day so. I die that hockey jerseys are high fashion to
2: me. Total high fashion. Total high fashion. I mean, they're not yeah. cheap. No,
0: no, they're not. Yeah, they're right? they're they're pretty much about the same uh same amount as like you know a, a I don't know I'm I'm I'm
1: a some Gucci wallet or I'm some a P. shit. P. I don't yeah, know. yeah,
2: some Gucci bag or some shit. Do you fifty three hundred for a jersey?
0: For okay. real, and uh, well, like, and uh, Keith, why? Like, you know, what what kind of like uh, really turned you onto the whole jersey fad other than my terrible influence?
1: I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not even beat around the bush. Like it was your influence, really, what it started. I mean, but even going back, like I, it's not like, like I never, like I had a c- couple jerseys, right? I had like three, four jerseys, yeah, because they were just fun to wear. You know, you wore them at like the Avs games or. Whatever, it was just cool to have. I don't know. It's just like I mean, it was you so, play hockey. Like you always have a jersey laying around, it, you know. Yeah,
0: it's so much a part of your culture, like growing up and playing youth hockey. So, like, what's different now?
1: Yeah, but I never like I I, I guess I never at that time I never looked into it as like um, collector type of thing.
0: Like a hobby.
1: Yeah, because I mean. My dad always collected hockey cards, you know. So I looked at dad, like hockey cards, things like that. Those are like, ah, that's what you collect, right? Never never crossed my mind that like, you could do the same thing with jerseys. Like, I don't know. Like, makes total sense now that I'm doing it, right? But like back then, and younger too, you know, you simply don't have the money for it, you know. Um, it's easier to buy a $10 pack of collector's cards than a 300 hundred dollar jersey uh, uh, right yeah
0: when like it's like at 99 cents versus two hundred ninety ninety nine dollars. see what yeah. i like uh what i like about both of your guys is, uh collector style i should say there's a motif to it so you guys want to kind of like jump into your motif about like the way you look at
2: collecting your jerseys yeah for me it was you know obviously my my favorite team's avalanche right um, so for me, it was, I want to get every single Avalanche Jersey that is out there, like, like every iteration, every, every single year. one. And I finally accomplished that, which is nice this year. I finally accomplished it. So yay to me. But when I look at a Jersey for me, it has to just appeal to the eye. Like I like, you know, bright colors, you know, I like how the the LA did like kind of like a, almost L.A. King's kind of version of that for the Rivers retro. Speaking cool. of which,
0: uh, Mr. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, Keats is wearing uh, his amazing Ivan ins, which I think that's probably the best L.A. King's iteration ever, both home and away.
2: I think it's pretty cool. But I also like my snot rocket from from the boys at Above Sky Productions. Big shout-out to those guys, too, if you're listening. But you know, which about, was a
0: guest that you brought in for yeah, us. Yes,
2: and and their their concept jerseys are so cool. Even though it's not a real Seattle Kraken jersey, the fact that it just looks so cool and it was so stylish, like I picked that up. So I mean, it just depends on style, the colors. You know, there's teams I like and don't like going touch, like the Red Wings and the Flyers and such. But I mean, other than that, you know, there's gonna be teams where I see a jersey I like it, and I'm gonna do it. Like I definitely need one of those new um, Phoenix reverse Retro jerseys, in the purple. Those oh, are so cool. Oh,
0: my God. Like, yeah. The peyote, uh, Kachina. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Ke- and Keats, I know you have a little bit more, uh, a little different of a, a direction that you're going for your jerseys. Uh, you want to spell the beans on that one?
1: Yeah, man. Like, I mean, for me, when it started was, um, so I did, I did, I did a jerseys on the bench a year or two ago, right? Uh, it's somewhere on YouTube there. At, Check it out. Uh, if you guys want to look at it. So kind of where it started for me was, um, like, a lot of my jerseys were actually, like, I mean, I bought a couple of them, but, like, a lot of them were actually gifted. It was some sort of a gift. Either, like, an old teammate gifted me a jersey or somewhere around the line. So, I never really, like, bought my own, in a sense. Um, but then, as I, you know, like, Cody, you gifted me a Gergensens, and then Ross gifted me... Oscar's Bartos Bar- Oscar's Bartos uh, out of uh, Dinamariga and he was an ex-NHL player that thing was um, so beautiful too a, a, a team issued like the real deal right so after that it something like and I've been around you guys at that point right so you, you guys were you guys had jerseys coming in week by week you know yeah <laughs> and it something hit me and I was like how cool it would be you know, I, like I said, I got I come I come from Latvia, and and that's kind of like where hockey started for me, and it's always been very important to me. Um, how cool would it be to um, try to focus on um, history of Latvian hockey through jerseys? Yeah. So meaning like, uh, like um ex-NHL Latvian players that used to play uh, players that play now just kind of collecting all those Latvian names because let's be real like a lot of like within the NHL there's not a lot of a lot of us out there you know like you there's only there's only a handful right now you know like speaking like today you know in the NHL you know you have Merzlikens you have Rudolph uh, Balsers. Balsers, you have uh, Teddy in Pittsburgh. Giergensen's uh, in Buffalo. And that's really it, you know, like the true online, you know.
0: Off the top of the head, kind of Latvian uh, NHLers.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, I, I guess where I'm going is, like, if, if there were to be, like, a Hockey Hall of Fame for Latvian players, like, I want to be... The guy that has their jersey so even like again like i was focusing on khl you know Latvians are in the khl which i might not do anymore you know <laughs> but you know i had those guys and i had i focusing on guys that played in the czech extra liga and uh you know like things like that and i just like if i see a latvian name or anything uh that has to do something with latvian i want it and I get it, you know, and, and kind of in between that, you know, like I still like your nor- normal Joe Schmo NHL players, you know, right. I'll get I'll, I'm still looking for the perfect Patrick Waugh jersey, for example, you know, to add. Um, freaking Cheevers is one that I want to get. But what pisses me off about him is um, he is a signature whore. Like I just want to get yeah. one jersey that does not have a signature, and the only reason I say that is because I want to wear the thing. Yeah. As soon as there's a sig, I, I buy jerseys to wear them. Right? I I don't I don't I don't just buy them and like up. Oh, That's gonna sit in my closet. What's the point? If I want to buy a jersey, it. I want to wear it. I mm-hmm. want to rock it. I want to show it off. Mm-hmm. So like anything with a signature, like. I'm going to go out and stuff, you know, like I'm going to have to wash it afterwards, you know, like and something with a signature I can't do. Well, um, no,
0: and I mean, it'd be just it'd be detrimental just to like the honor of that person who, who signed it.
1: Right. Um, so, yeah. So that being said, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to like my main focus is on me on and stuff. And and that's kind of what I'm doing right now. One thing that I did want to mention is I have something. Pretty exciting brewing, and I don't wanna. I don't wanna talk about it too much because I'm still working out details. My plan is, if everything works out the way I'm thinking, it's gonna work out the way I have it planned right now. Within um, sometime next month, I wanna release a video on my Instagram, uh, which is gonna be sort of like jerseys on the bench, nice. of something that I have brewing. It's gonna be super exciting, super unique. I think the vintage people are gonna be super into it. I'm just gonna leave it at that. I don't wanna get into any more details. Like I said, I'm still working through all that stuff until I have it all 100% set. Um, I'm not gonna like talk about it more, but like stay tuned, I have something super cool coming.
0: Yeah, so keep keep an eye on between the pipes podcast. Uh, apparently, some crazy stuffs coming out. Um, the last thing I want to mention about jerseys and what uh, was what, what I what kind of really cemented my my theory about this. Just hearing from both of you guys talk about your uh, travels in jerseys is hockey jerseys provide so much meaning to the wearer, so much meaning to the team. So much meaning to the history of hockey, you know, and that's and I think that's my favorite part about hockey jerseys, is that it does it carries so much meaning. I mean, there's so many teams that have like hidden messages or hidden, you know, uh, just like t- tip tip of the hats too, you know what I mean? Is that it's just there's so much meaning when it comes to a hockey jersey to all of us that that just really provides such a a room to appreciate and to love about not just the jersey, but the game of hockey as well.
2: Oh, totally. Especially, you know, see Reverse Retros coming back. That was pretty cool. You know, see the Nordiques logo, tip of the hat, you know, when Nordiques came to Colorado. That was super cool, you know. So I just think of things like that, bringing back the old logos, old color schemes, that meeting is so cool because you can't ever forget that. No,
0: and 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 I think every hockey player will will tell you right now is that like you play for the 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 logo in the front, not the name in the back, and that's meaning. That is meaning to every, that means something to every hockey player that pulls on whatever sweater you decide to put on. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, can't agree more,
0: man. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I, uh, they did just announce that uh, they're gonna be putting out an, a, a second go of new reverse retros next year. So that's going to be exciting. Um, all I got to say is Colorado, don't do white. Yeah. So
1: they're there. So it was in Ordiks uh this last year. So they're Colorado Rockies, right? Is their new uh, possible the, the retro rum- design. The rumor. The, rumor, the rumors
0: yeah. are that they're going to try to go for uh, a Rockies design. And I'm going to say this and I'm going to leave it at that that's more i'm sorry but that's more of a new jersey devils kind of thing that's where the new jersey's can new jersey devils came from that's not where the colorado avalanche came from yeah of course it was in colorado but that has nothing to do with the avalanche history zero so i mean more power to new jersey devils to want to do something like that but Bring back the Yeti foot, people. Let's go.
1: Yeah, I love the Yeti foot, man.
0: So yep. come on. All right. So, boys, that was, I, I, I got to say, another beauty sticking puck, eh?
2: Yeah. Hey, it was great. Somebody's back on the ice.
0: So, yeah. So check out uh, check out Between the Pipes
1: podcast. Where can you hear Between the Pipes podcast, Keats? Uh, you can hear me at Between the Pipes podcast, Instagram, Um and there's a link there. You can click on that. That's where this episode's gonna be. Other than that, I don't. um Just kind of follow me on Instagram. I just like I'm posting a bunch of Jersey stuff as of late. That's kind of been the new new thing for me. Um, into that it's vintage a
0: of a blogage kind of. Yeah, it's kind of yeah.
1: blogish thing. It's not really like a podcast anymore in a sense. I mean, I I we do them, but but it's it's. um it's been a while. Something it's, a
0: little bit more than just a podcast. It's, yeah, It, it yeah. really is a vibe.
1: Yeah, so more so like I guess if you if you want to follow me, uh, add between the Pubs podcast, which uh, that name might change, and I'll 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 update that when uh, when that time comes. But uh, for now, between the Pubs podcast.
0: For early, and you can catch on the bench with Beaks at Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Check us out on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, a million other places. Uh, so until next time, I mean, boys, always a good time. Five bucks paid in full. Always a good time, boys. A uh, little Sayonara here for a bit.
1: Salute. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, baby.
1: We're. Try the damn thing. See what happens.